All right, everybody, welcome in. Episode 11, week 7 review, week 8 preview. The Young Guns in the house. I'm sitting here with uh, the man, the czar, maybe the commish, the mambo. When the commish is not present, the czar is forced to make rulings. So hopefully it doesn't have to happen on the show. Good morning. And the heir apparent, numero quattro, the young guns, the rookie. I'm in the house, yes sir. So, and that's where we're going to start today. Uh, The commission, unfortunately, feeling under the weather today. Um, So he's not going to be with us, Uh, but we soldier on. Put on a brave face and, you know, the pod doesn't stop. So uh, that's where we're going to start. Uh, J4, Young Guns, first year in the league, man. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. It's a rough one, you know. Uh, we're living in a trailer park right now, basically. It's, uh, it ain't looking too pretty. But we made some trades. Haven't really gone our way. Nick Chubb broke his leg, you know. Died on the field, pretty much. Basically. Actually, it was only an MCL. Which is crazy. I mean, folded like an elbow. It oh, was. It oh. But yeah, that's anytime you lose your first round pick, it's gonna make for a hard season. But but you sold your run. Yep. Tried to make some trades, you know. Some of them panned out for me. Some of them didn't. Traded Kelvin Ridley for Devontae Adams, and then uh, other way. You know, around. yeah, I traded Devontae Adams for Kelvin Ridley. That 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 was a shit move, honestly. But. Uh, it's all right because I got Amon Ross St. Brown and the Bengals defense for Ridley and the Buffalo Bills defense. Got your that, way out of it. That one played out for me. Yeah. It did. You swindled the man who's most known for swindling. Uncle Steve is arguably one of the best traders in league history. Can from I, what I know. Can I put an asterisk on it and go, Uncle Steve was one of the best traders now he seems more concerned about his island. I'm giving that man his respect. I know. I'm giving that man his respect. Five-time champion. You trying to make a trade with him or something? That's a resume. Yes, but that's beyond the point. No, I don't think that's it the, is. That's beside the posturing here. Uh, Anyways, back to, back to the Back to the young guns, guns. yeah. Then my last trade was uh, Dak and ETN for T-Law and Jacobs. And uh, How are you feeling about that? Ever since I traded ETN, he's just been a monster, but... I think that's just how my team is looking, though, you know? One of those years. Future setup. Now, just curiosity, like, you're in some other leagues. Are you sucking in those leagues, too? Six and one in, in my, uh, my 5-10 league, and then I'm five and two in my other league. So, so I'm it's not almost bad. like when we play in other leagues, it feels like it's like minor league. And then we this got is a tough the show. League. This is a tough league. It is. Everyone's on top. Now, of it. Is, there's a phrase called "league of record." Is that the league that you care the most about? That's my league of record. I think so. Yeah. Especially this is, when it's full family like this is. Yeah. Like this, obviously, we keep a detailed, or in some cases, slightly altered, detailed history of this league. I think this is definitely my league of record, and I'm only in a, a dynasty league, and I've been struggling to pay attention to that, to be honest. Sometimes you don't even check your scores till the game's over. Monday. This is the league I most care about. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. I will say that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And, you know, standings-wise, dude, you're not 
You're not, not necessarily out of it. He's not out of it. You've got to string some together, but not, you're not out of it. He's not really in it, though, either. Dude, my team likes to score, you know, we're comfortable in the 80s. <laughs> we're a stranger to the, you know, scoring over 100. We're strangers to that. We've done it twice. But, you know, is what it is. All right, and that brings us to the Week 7 review. There are no undefeated teams any longer. Jen, winners of five straight now, take down the Striders. Striders had an off week, 104-89. to um, Just kind of a whooping. The team didn't really show up for me. Um, Jen just keeps cruising, man. Just keeps cruising. She had production from all facets of the game. Her running backs, not spectacular, but did the job. You know, um, receiver, same thing. Hawkinson at tight end, same thing. Comes through for her, really. Yeah. 14. And I don't know. I got uh, a tight end pickup last night, but I'm tired of getting zeros from that position. Sucks. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah, you're looking for an answer there. Screw the Bears. We'll talk about my answer in a little bit. So, did it. You took your first loss, and now it makes it so that all you can do is tie my record for best season ever? Yes. And based on the trajectory of your – because I hadn't lost a game yet at this point. Yeah, it's not looking good. And Um, I don't – We're thinking about tanking. Yeah. I was – I was a little bit happy when you lost because that meant that you couldn't do what I did. It means you're still out of the playoff picture, though. Just putting that out there. Well, I that's I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about me here. I'm talking about my greatest season ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, because when as soon as you get a one on there, now it's kind of like okay, well, still safe. Okay. Have the greatest season ever. I like living in the past too. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the young guns fall to the Benzers. Uh, Twenty point margin there. Yeah. You know, what yeah. thoughts on your team this past week? You know. Like Dad said the other week, horseshit. Just, just rough. Sam Howell shit the bed for me. You gotta like what's happening with uh, Javante Williams. He looks like he's the main guy there, so that's good for looks you. Looks like he's the main guy, but he's he's on a Denver football team that's just awful. Mm-hmm. Kittle doesn't look like he's ever gonna be like a real special player again. No, Kittle's what Kittle always has been in my mind. There's he too has- many weapons over there. The lows are so low, and the highs are so high. I heard uh, one of the podcasts I listened to were like, Shanahan, the coach over there, is a massive schemer. And if he schemes Kittle into the game plan, he's going to go off. If it's not a scheme that can be exploited by tight ends, a defensive scheme, he's going to have nothing. He'll be a blocker. Because he is such a good blocker. If we get fantasy points for blocking, he'd be unbelievable. He'd be great. He's. I think he is the best all-around tight end in football. I have no problem saying that. Between blocking and receiving, Kittle is like my number one tight end. He's so good at blocking. But that's not what we look for in fantasy. Hot take theater over here. George Kittle's the best all around tight end in football. You gotta be, you know, never root for an injury never root for an injury, but Debo's out for a couple weeks with that fracture in his shoulder. That could help him out a little bit. I hope he gets, you know, more involved, but it ain't looking good, though. I'll say that. I mean, he had a, he had a ten ball. That ain't too I, bad. But can I just say this on the same game, different team? Jameer Gibbs, twenty three point one. Hallelujah, Detroit Lions got him the ball and he produced for us. He so did. We'll talk about that. Were we doing Lions talk? 
Yep. Okay. We're doing mine. Well, yeah, Uncle Mike with a solid week of 107. What's what's the score that you hit that you'd say, okay, I should win? 110, you expect to win. That's for me. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I, I think in this league with the scoring system we have, I think it's somewhere between 110 and 115. I 110. If you put up 110, you expect to win. Before half point PPR, I would say yes. Oh. Now I think it's up a bit. See, I, when when it was standard, if I got over 100, I expected to win. That 10 point gap. That's was, why you never won anything. You were shoot. You had the wrong goals. That's fair. I'm happy if I'm looking at the mid-90s, honestly. Well, dude, you need to step your game up, man. Right. Based on this season and how my team's looking, you're comfy in the it's... 80s, but look, man, you got to tell the boys, we got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So when I sat him down in the locker room and I told him, there's going to be some serious cuts if we don't pick it up, and that's what they did. So Unfortunately, there's a lot there that's cuttable. You're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Two, two, half, There it is. Yeah, almost yeah, 10 last week. Yeah, well, on one catch. He had a touchdown oh, right. that same. And he stole it from Cooper Cup, it, yes. which yeah. I will say and not – I'm just putting that up. Did it bounce off Cooper Cup's hands? I have no idea. I just sure it like – I didn't see it. I don't know. <laughs> he was sitting there in the back of the end zone to catch it, though. Like a little snake. How was it? Yeah. All right, moving on. And there's some controversy here. The Mambo. Oh, 1.96 victors over Scott's team. And two really high scores this week. Uh, does anybody realize what happened? I did because you gloated about it through, via text. Yeah. So I got some connections um, at CBS. And I said, hey, I need this one, boys. And so they you said, cheated. No, because they found a way to make the stats look right. So, you tell me where the problem is. Everything scored right, isn't it? Somehow I gained two points. Somehow he lost two. I don't know what happened, but all I can tell you... That's a high-scoring game. Did did you gain two or did he lose two? You gained two. He he lost four. (laughs) He was at 129. How does that even happen? Exactly. That's not the point, though. The point is that Mambo come out on top. What a great game, though. I was uh, resigned to defeat. I sent the text off asking for help. Didn't think I was going to get it. Woke up in the morning. Christmas present. It came early. It was Heath Cummins, wasn't it? We'll take it. So, hey, I don't know where he got Colton at, where he took the points away at, but he took them off. So. Did you go to bed before the end of Sunday night? Like, did two of No, I, I watched the entire game. And he I, was at 129? Yes. Yep, and it took the points off when Tua got picked, too. How does that even happen? I think it was an adjustment on his defense or something. Or it could have been... I think my his score is the is same. 249. I thought I was actually at 125, and he was at 129 when I went to bed. I thought I lost by four. But, uh, so weird. Yeah. Anyway. But I've seen this happen before. We've had at least one other game that I've been involved in in this league that the, that the adjustment changed the outcome. Okay. So, is what it is. But good game by both teams. Uh, Mambo just continue to roll. They're a tough, tough unit. Yep. Uh, moving on, the Tropics just put it to the bad guys. 122 to 69.6. 
That Lamar Andrews connection looking pretty good. He got half his points out of his quarterback to his tight end. A um, lot to look forward to there. Um, Corey, I mean, there's some probably some alarm bells going off. Um, has he been over 100? Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Now, almost kidding. everyone has. Yeah. You know, got some buy issues this last week, but we'll talk about Eckler a little bit later in the worry meter. Just not much to say about this game. It was kind of a stomping. Um, and speaking of not much to say about, the Angels somehow win with 77.8, beating yeah. the Rockies 55.4. Uh, Bijan and his headache was canceled out by Deshaun Watson and his suckiness. Uncle Steve got negative 1.8 from his quarter. Yeah. And, and now Deshaun's out again. Yeah. He can't shoulder the he load. Should he doesn't be. have a shoulder. For negative 1.8, you should be out. I want to make a lot of Deshaun Watson jokes right now, but they're just... What happened to him? Not flavorful. What was his injury? Let's just say it wasn't a happy ending. I don't know what his injury is. He's got a shoulder. He's got part of his uh, like rotator cuff. I think it's like subacterial or some, but it, you can't throw with power. He just needs rest. Clearly, and he, has, he clearly, clearly can't throw. He with can power. throw with power straight to the defense. And our last game of the week, the big dogs, Barkin, beat the hillbillies by forty-nine. I think last time Bill got beat this bad, he traded his entire roster. So let's be out. Uh, Let's be on the lookout for uh, what's going on. Uh, we'll talk about Brock Purdy later, too. But that trade, I don't know. Maybe a little bit different. Kamara. We have a Kamara sighting. 23 points out of Alvin. He's got the most targets like in the league, regardless of position, over the past since he's been back. Derek Carr loves his check down. He's the most targeted running back, and he's missed three weeks. He sucks for actual NFL football, but he's amazing for fantasy. I still like the way he plays, man. He's got that. He's just got that. That catch. That he gets glide. He's got that him. swag to him. He does. He just got that glide to him too, man. He just effortless. Slippery. It is effortless. You guys realize he set like the NFL record for most receptions and fewest yards, right? Like he's not that slippery anymore. I think he looks washed. Still no. set a record, dude. A record of suck. He had, it was least amount of yards for that number of receptions. He's going down in the record books. Bro, he had, right. he had 91 receiving yards. This game, yeah. But look, you look at 12 receptions. Okay, well, you've got to give him time to get back in the game. But don't be hating on my boy Elvin. I like him. You were just hating on him. Kamara? I was just saying how slippery he was. I like him. He likes him. I like him, too, for fantasy. Uh, you can't argue with that production. You're telling me if you couldn't get him to the Lions right now for a six-round pick? For a six-round pick. Okay, then. Actually, we have... Josh Pascal, six-round pick? No. Or is he third? No, I'd take... Josh Pascal was a second-round pick. Was he? Yeah. Well, that'd be nice if he'd play. Well, let's get to it. We'll get to yeah, we'll it later. I just keep drifting there. It's on me. Um, do you have your uh, Fantasy Pros The Fantasy off? Forecast. Brought to you by... Hungry Howie's. The Bee Stinger. Ooh. Go get stung. Um... <laughs> 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 You're welcome, Hungry Howies. We'll bill you. Okay, so um, are we going weekly? No, we're going rest of season. Rest of season. We're not really doing weekly anymore. In playoffs. Yeah. Okay, we'll start at the bottom. Four team playoff. Um, 
is the top four teams are considered to be in the playoffs right now, and it actually pans. So we'll see what happens. Um, number 12, and I don't really think this is in doubt or question whatsoever, the Rocky. They're 1-6, and six, projected to finish 4-10, and 10, and they're pretty much out of it for all intents and purposes. Uh, Scott's team also 1-6, um, 4-10, and, and out of it. That's 11. Number 10, though, the Young Guns, 2-5, uh, and five, projected to finish 5-9. and nine. They drop a spot in the power rankings for the rest of the season, and they are at 10 this week. Um, number 9, the Bad Guys, 2-5, and 5-9. Five, five and jump, the, jump the Young Guns to get into the 9-hole. And number 8, the Hillbillies, at 3-4, and four, currently projected to finish 6-8. and eight. 3% chance of making the playoffs, so really starting to hover around that. I'm out of it, Mark. And number seven, the Flint Tropics currently sitting at three and four in the hardest division in the league this year um, and most years. Um, at three and four, kind of. And, and that's really what's hurting him. Um, projected to finish six and eight, so not looking good. The Benzers take a big fall this week. Don't know why, because they won, but... It's so weird. The algorithm knows what it knows. Um, Benzer's at six, dropping three spots. Sitting at five and two, but only going to make it to eight and six. But oddly enough, there's kind of a mashup up here, and the six has a 53% chance of making the playoffs. So he's got a decent chance of making it still. Um, number five, the Angels. Falling out of the graces. Sitting at five and two. Projected to be eight and six, falls one spot. He's got a 58% chance of making it still. Number four, for a long time, was number one, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. The big dogs. The big dogs are, have not been barking, been on the chain a lot lately. He had high score of the week last week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four and three currently, and that's really what's hurting him. He's got, you know, put, act, put up all the points you want. He's looking to buy wins. Yes, he is. He he's needs looking them. to buy ones. And he's going to finish 8-6. and six. He's up two spots and into the playoff picture with a 59% uh, playoff odds with a championship odds of 18%. And number three, right where we want to be, the Motown Mambo. Sitting at 5-2, and two, projected to be 9-5. and five, Falls one spot by the surging team that we'll talk about next. 61% chance of getting in and... A 13% chance of being a champion. Uh, it's not what I expected to be at this point, but getting back to where we want to be. And here we go. The Patriarchs. Surging. Surging up the charts to number two. Five and two on the season. Going to finish nine and five. A 62% playoff chance and a 14% chance of making a championship. And for the third week in a row, I think, maybe four, is it? I think it's three. For the third week in a row, the fantasy forecast predicts that the Boondock Striders will be your champion with a finishing record of 10 and 4. Last week that was 11 and or, uh, 11 and 3, wasn't it? I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was. Um, playoff odds are staggering 95%. Could somebody in that division do something to stop him? I think not. 30% chance of being a champion. I think anybody would take those odds to start the season. 100%. So, you still, not a great week, but you still got to feel good. Yep. We're not panicking. Not yet. No. We're still getting it. Um, 
And that brings us right to our next segment. And there might be some controversy here. There might be some grumbling about this, but Kamish's corner, we need the czar to step in. I will. Uh, I will do it. When the Kamish is... Uh, when the Kamish is away, the czar will play. <laughs> I was going to go all constitutional about the president being unable to fulfill their duties. But well, you know what, sir? I will take you up on your seriousness here. The Speaker of the House, the Motown Mambo, step in. I'm here now. And, you know, what do you just, uh, what do you have to say well, from your seat of power? From my seat of power, what I saw was I saw some possibly um, shady business dealings. Hmm. I don't know if they were completely ethical. And I'm going to go into detail here and expose these people for what they've done. So we had the Motown Mamba owner, Jerry Hall. Coincidentally, is you. Well, I'm not in that capacity. <laughs> I'm wearing a different hat. I'm a man of many hats. Take it easy there, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so the Motown Mamba owner, Jerry Hall, who I referred to in the third person for the story's sake, sure. reached out to another owner who owned a consulting firm known as S&O Consultants. S&O Consultants, owned by Trevor Hall, and requested service. There was a deal struck. Trevor was then working for the Mambo through S&O Consultants to broker a deal for... Um, who was I trying to trade? Austin. No, but I was trying to trade... Uh, Travis oh, oh, I wanted to trade ETN. And I knew from Trevor's past dealings, or Jerry did, that Trevor was good at it. So Trevor worked a deal out with another owner, Austin Big Dogs, through s Consultants. Yes. And the deal was done. So we're going to go ahead and... See if we can now... Well, and you're changing the deal a little bit here. Real quick, before you get to this oh, phone call... Ladies and gentlemen, Trevor Hall, SNO Consultants. The, the, the deal that you are now offering, I have since been fired because I couldn't get a deal done. But the deal you are offering now, live, on air, is different. Uh, I don't know if you have any questions, Young Guns, over there. I Do you? No, no. Okay. No. I... Uh, what made you feel the need to handle, hand your team away? Hand the trading duties of your team away to another consulting um, firm? When I realized that the, this particular consulting firm um, was doing so well, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give them a chance. That's all. That's and, all. and from the outside looking in, just going to say it, shows your age. Gray hair, maybe a little bit come through. It's it's a it's a scary trend in the league. Right my dad, now. my dad, you know, knowing him my whole life, I don't, I never would have seen him doing this, hiring someone else, especially, you know, SO consultants, for as much shit as he has given them. But <laughs> he believes in the product. So are you gonna dial? I would like to say that I'm not the only one who's reached out to this. To SNO about consulting services, and I would like you're sitting here. Please back that up. There's been other people that have requested service. Listen, 
Trades are a business, and business is a booming. <laughs> I have several clients. I'm talking client, but I'm talking client-client relations. You know, I, I'm having clients trade clients. And let me tell you, with the way I talk and use the words, both parties are satisfied. Well, I've noticed that. you got a way of getting stuff done. And the deal that we're about to get done live on air mm-hmm. is special. And it was worked out by SNL Consultants. It was. And uh, we'll just see what happens. I just felt like you, you take pride in this type of stuff. And I feel like, you know, taking a step down. Hiring someone else to come do your dirty work. I don't disagree with you, but sometimes you just gotta... Well, he doesn't want to hear it from you. We'll we'll try him again at the end of the. Pod. We'll try him again. We'll try him again. But yeah, so commission's corner was just about is that ethical? Um, I don't see a problem with having somebody else work out a trade for you, as long as it's a good trade. And it was a good trade. If anything, I was getting over on him. I mean, he won't know that till after the pod. Yeah, till after the pod to post it. So. Uh, but yeah, that was commission. Did you call Austin? I tried. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I forgot he said that. He has, I'm, he, I'm backdoor dealing with him right now. He's ready. He's ready to go on it? He's ready to call. Oh, call him again? Yeah. Your agent's always working for you. Oh, well, I appreciate it. And and like I said, the payment will come through as long as the deal does. Yeah. Is the wife of him? Yeah. Is this the right number? No. That's my mind. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hold up. Is that the right number? No, it's not. Ready? Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. 313. 570. 5657. Jesus. I was calling Amber. A classic mix up. This is live. We'll do it live. Your call has been forwarded to the automated voice messaging system. Alright, we'll see if he calls. He's calling. He's calling. Mambo front office. This is live on the pod. I got on the pod. I got my consultant here and we're ready to finish the deal that you agreed to. Well, the deal. The deal was uh, Dak, Etn, Hill, Laporta, and Tampa Bay for Mahomey, Pachenko, Kelsey, Puka, Nakua, and some shit defense, according to my consultant, SNO consultants. So. Uh, I appreciate appreciate you bringing up the offer. You know, as we discussed last week, I understand you employed your consultant, Doc Schreiders. Front office. I understand that until last week, they were undefeated and unable to be beaten. As you're aware, I employed a consultant of my own. I brought Finn and the boys' owner, Mariah Hall, uh, known for her ability to beat Doc Striders, in to consult for the big dog's front office. In her words, Mahomes is a frog man, and he can go. But... The price might be too high looking at the full package. 
Travis Kelsey, dating rock star Taylor Swift, putting up over 100 yards a game when she's in attendance. Seems like she's making more of an effort to come to his games. The big dogs, big dogs are uncertain about this one. Do it for the pod, you coward. It's, you're live on the pod right now. We're hot. Okay, well, um, how was your dealings with uh, SNL consultants? They were good. They were good. Would you yeah. recommend them? Would you recommend their services? I would. A little bit of snake oil. You got to be okay with that. A um, little bit of back and forth, but, but all, all, all together well. So you're saying you would happy with the deal and we're ready to get it done then? You know, I, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm looking for. The big dogs need a little bit of an edge. Is there anything you can do to sweeten the pot at all? What can I do? What do you need? You're dealing with my consultant Thanks. still. We're still under contract, so I don't want to step on his toes. You know, my problem is I just can't go from Patrick Mahomes, QB1, put up 40 points last week, looked absolutely electric. And drop all the way down to Dak Prescott. Dude, I'll Big give dogs. you Baker Mayfield. It's fine. I can't, I can't do Baker Mayfield either. So that's where, I'm, that's where I'm hurting. I need a little something just to kind of sweeten the pot so I can go out and trade for a different quarterback. And everybody listening on the pod, this goes through now, live, here on the pod. The Big Dogs, Big dogs are going to be looking for somebody to lead the, uh, lead the pack here. You don't need a quarterback when you have a top two RB and a top two wide receiver. Top Dude, one wide receiver. Tyree kills in the league all of his own. It's true, he is. He is. He's got a tough schedule coming up, though. Tyree kills got a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, he does. He's still catch the ball. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll leave that trade offer open through the rest of the show. And if you want it, you just text us and we'll let everybody know. I'll call back again. Let me review it right now. I'll review it now. I'll get some of my consultants Yeah, I mean, I'll, I was, I'll, I'll take a look at it. I was trying to get uh, Devontae Adams from you, but I'm, I've backed off that. I'm willing to go with Puka Nakua. I've given concessions here. All I'm asking for is what you thought was a fair trade before based on SNO's consultants' uh, reporting that I've got. If you'll take Jordan Addison, I'll do the trade right now. your call it's your team that's and he's he's in Minnesota he's in Minnesota Justin Jefferson's on IR put up 27 points last week he has the most touchdowns in the league behind one player and I think it might be Tyreek I'll do six, it six touch six touchdowns I'll do it holy shit. send it over done deal send huh? it over Jerry I have your word you have my word. Give it back. Good luck week 10, brother. Talk to you. All right, see ya. Big dogs are out. Holy crap! I think I got him. You now have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And Isaiah Pacheco and Jordan Addison, who's going to start over George Pickens. Yeah. Okay. So are you happy with it? Are you happy with what just happened? I don't want Mahomes on my team, but I can't argue with I'm going to win a championship. Trade now. Mahomes for Herbert. 
Let me just settle in. Yeah, let's Let just settle A lot in. is going on right now. Let me just settle in. Whoa! The snake oil coming out already. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you happy with your services? Uh, who wouldn't be? I just picked up Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, legit starting running back. Doesn't he get like 70% of the touches there? Pachanko? Yeah. He's a dog. You are involved in Kansas City. You have three players from Kansas City. I mean, I lost Tyreek Hill, but that really sucks. There's no doubt about that. But I'm also you got one. You lost one good player, and you got. I've also Kelsey. lost Laporta. I lost a lot you of lost good players. Laporta, yeah, but is Kelsey better than Laporta right now? Well, obviously. Okay, yeah. okay let's move on. Okay. <laughs> what just happened? Two no. Bear, where did you fall on this side of the trade? Real quick, quick blush. I. Do you want me to run you through if, it? Give me a little. Give me a little overcap. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, Pacheco, and Addison with a defense for um, Dak, Etienne, Hill, and who? Laporta, Kelsey. No, Laporta. Laporta. Oh, my side. Laporta and, and Tampa Bay defense. Tampa Bay's defense. On paper. You know, I'm not that big of a Mahomes fan. I don't like KC. But Mahomo, he is he is the real deal. Oh, let's do a live trade analyzer through Fantasy Pros. I like dad's side. I like, I like the Motel like Mambo side. Yeah. I haven't done this yet either. I didn't even use this. I relied strictly on my consultant services. So we'll see what he did for us. I have not looked at this. Good big dogs. I'm gonna. I like your side even better on paper, but there's also upside for Austin. Okay, after putting it in the Fantasy Pros Trade Analyzer, this trade helps the Motown Mambo. Uh, Motown Mambo will not move up in the power rankings after the transaction. So it helped, but not that, that much. It was a plus 2.3 for the Mambo, and it hurts the big dogs, negative 3.8. Where does that put the big dogs rest of season? Big dogs are still, still at, two. at two, and I actually it closes the gap for team power rankings after that. And this isn't taken into account playing. It goes boondock striders, big dogs, Mambo... Angels, Patriarchs, Benzers, Tropics, Bad Guys, Young Guns, Hillbillies, Rocky, Scott's team. So. Holy crap. Okay. That's that's insane. We just traded a top two running back, a top one wide receiver, a top one tight end, a top two quarterback. Like, major earthquake! <laughs> Gus Johnson screaming. This is the kind of thing SNL consultants can get done for you. Thank you. Um... My services are not cheap, but... Depends on where we go. Yeah, the results are proven, and I think this bears that out. Colton, I took, I took, Colton out here offering Jefferson for Cup and Aaron Jones. Hard pass, Colton. Love you, man. Cup is ranked above Jefferson rest of season. Can't do it. That's a live trade offer, too. <laughs> we just talked about Jefferson having a hammy. Yep. And hammies are not good. You don't know what's going to happen after no. that. You don't know what the no. rebound's going to be. All right, on to the next. 
uh, I think you had uh, something better to bring up. Uh, the Michigan scandal. Kind of going yeah. college ball for just a second. I just, I just want to talk about it for a second because I think it's something interesting that's happening in the Michigan sports world. You know, I think it's clear that Michigan is definitely stealing signals. Yeah, I mean, I mean their sidelines some... are going crazy whenever the dude dude points up for a pass. Dude, I mean, it's clear the whole sidelines doing it. They weren't even trying to be sneaky about it. If you is ask it me. cheating though, per the rules? Yes. In, yeah. It is. Yeah. I haven't been following this too closely, but my my off the cuff take on it is. I, I'm not surprised, but I just don't care that much because I, I think it's wrong. If they're cheating, it's wrong. Um, and I did see a thing that Harbaugh said uh, when he was in San Francisco. If, if you have to start off by cheating to try and win, then you've already lost. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's kind of ironic that he said that now. But uh, so I don't know. They hired some military guy. They hired their own consultant. It sounds like they did. And there's some snake oil there too. <laughs> they sent me to eleven different Big Ten games. Eleven different Big Ten games. And they're all opponents. Michigan's I, playing them all. So I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's crystal clear to me. What do you think, Michigan fan? I it's suspect, but I don't care. Sweep it under the rug, act like it didn't happen. The blue wall, baby. You know how it is. <laughs> Put that blue media wall up. No, I mean, I think Cowherd said something about it yesterday. He's like, look, when the Patriots were in their, you know, dynasty, you had Spygate, you had Deflategate, and it was only they were only getting in trouble for this crap because they were so good. Right now, Michigan is really, really, really good. Like, you could argue they're the best team in the nation. They what? haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. But if Minnesota was doing this, no one would care. What if they're really, really, really good because they're stealing no, the other team's still, plays? You still, you still have to play football. I'm sorry. Ohio, but if you know where the ball's going. Ohio State, Ohio State can bitch all they want about, signs. but we ran it down their throat for two years in a row. And there's no sign stealing that's going to overcome our offensive line, shoving it up their... That's true. Up their pooper for, you know, eight quarters straight. That's true, but... Can't really sign steal on offense though. When if you're on you offense, if you're you know where the ball is either going in the air or it's staying on the ground, it could totally impact the outcome of the game. I will say F Ohio State though. Oh, totally. But if they see, I heard Mike talk about this yesterday, and I and I don't know exactly about how it happened, but I know that his take was this, and this makes sense to me. Now, Mike is a very neutral guy when it comes to Michigan, Michigan State type 100%. of stuff. So he said that if it's really, truly impactful, if it's really, truly an impactful thing that they did, that they could lose the entire season. That could be taken away from them. It might I, not happen right I now, think, but they could go back and say, you know what, strip them of all their wins. I think There's he, no question, though, that Michigan's team is way better than Michigan State's. So even but, if they didn't do the play, even if they didn't steal signs or whatever, they'd still look there. I think the NCAA, maybe rightfully so, has it out for Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh is pretty arrogant, and they're going to try and scrape him. I, I just, I think they're going to go after him. I don't think it's as big of a deal as some people are making it out to be. I also don't think it's a really small deal. I'm right in the middle. It's a bad look for the program. I wish it wouldn't have happened. 
because right now they're doing really, really well. And look, you can sign steal. You still have to play football. You do. You have to play football. That's just, it's not the point. It helps, though. You have to play football anyways. How much does it help, though? A, a lot. If you know the ball is staying on the ground, it's not a pass. It's a run. It changes your whole mindset as a defender. The cornerbacks don't have to worry about coverage. They can come up and play the run. It changes everything. That's a I'm, that's a huge risk, though. Because what if you get the sign wrong? All of a sudden, you got someone streaking down the sideline. Understood, but why would they get it wrong if they know the sign? They know the sign. It's a bad look for the program. Dude's got a cheat sheet. The dude's got a cheat <laughs> Dude, sheet. They put all the signs and what they mean. It's so bad. It's bad. I'll, I'll give it up. It's bad. It's a bad look. I yeah. don't. I don't think they're going to lose wins and stuff. I don't think anything will come of it. But I don't know how. I don't know how impactful it's been. See, that's the thing, and that's what I agreed with Mike on. If it was super impactful, if they come out and say, "Hey, they literally knew every play they were running," yeah. then yeah. I'm sorry, that's a huge cheat. Yeah. <laughs> if they were like, "Well, they had an idea that it was going to run left or run light half or twenty percent of the time," I don't really want to be. I don't really want it to be that impactful, though. I don't either. Honestly. I want Michigan to be good. I yeah. like it. I'm looking forward to watching them in the playoff. Got to beat Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. I'll watch those games, too. Yeah. Um, and that leads us straight into Lions talk, gentlemen. I know you guys had some talking points. I'm going to kind of just... Get started with it, please. Or you want me to? You want to talk about J-Mo. You guys both want to talk yeah. about J-Mo. How? It's... Go ahead. J-Mo sucks. <laughs> I think that segment's over. <laughs> I I agree. I think that the jury has come back with a verdict, and they opened it up, and the young gun said it best. JMO sucks. It bounced off his freaking face mask. The face right in his visor, dude. Right in his visor. He looks clumsy. I just, he he looks like he took a step back. I mean, maybe it's the competition. I know, obviously, the NFL is better than college, but. Yeah, Come because on. in the NFL, when you beat a guy, you got him beat by a yard. Right. In college, when you beat a guy, you got him beat by five yards. So, just that little hand on him on the deep ball where it bounced off his face mask, you know, that was enough to make him look like a fool. I'm sorry, an NFL, uh, a a real NFL deep threat makes that catch. Then on the one, you're where saying he's not up the caliber. He's not. I don't think he's good enough. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's good enough either. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, summing it all up, yeah, he sucks. But it's like he made that one catch in the end zone two weeks ago over his shoulder. Was that three weeks ago now? All I, I know, know is that his production – look at a guy like Jordan Addison. Yeah. I mean – Baby and dudes. <laughs> Baby and dudes. I mean, and he's not – he wasn't even projected. Was he taken as high as J-Mo? He was a first-round pick. Was he? 21st, I think. Yeah, well, J-Mo was 12th. But still, he was taking uh, right behind Quentin Johnston, which is looking like another JMO. But yeah, no, it's not going well. And the, as far as like, like moving on from JMO a little bit, as far as the Lions talk goes, um, I'm not gonna panic at one loss. It was a bad loss, I'll give you that. But we saw Dallas get pants by Arizona. I mean, and Baltimore's a good team. They are, we but weren't ready. I want our defense to show up. Where was our defensive That's, line? That was what happened to Aleem the Dream? Did he even play? Did Hutch? Hutch actually was Hutch was seeing a lot of double teams, man. He needs. I to, don't give a shit. He's a first round pick. He dude. needs to. He's sell supposed to be this help. big old stud. 
Get through the double team. Yeah, I know. Figure out I a just, way to do something. I just honestly, we're we're gonna be six and two going into the break. I mean, I just don't have a big. Pr- I mean, I I wanted to win that game, and I certainly didn't want to get just absolutely raped like that. But I I know Dan Campbell. I shut the game off at halftime. I didn't even watch it. I know Dan Campbell said he didn't want to go mess up the chemistry of the team, but go get some more defensive weapons somewhere. Fill yeah. in some hole. Watch I don't disagree with you. Especially if the Fords are willing to pay. If, if they're saying, hey, buy, why wouldn't you buy? If the guy's not good, then cut his ass. It's a waste of money, nothing else. Like, spend their money, please. We need, we need receivers. Marvin Jones yeah. just stepped away. Yep. J-Mo does yep. not look like he's it. Like, our what? Josh Reynolds has been playing fantastic. You can't argue that. You know, we have weapons, but we need some depth. DJ Chark on the ones and twos. He was... I don't know. I don't know if you can bring him back. DJ Chark is everything we want JMO to be, except for he's a real pro about it. Wasn't is he not injury prone though? He's hurt right now. He's hurt right now. Who else was somebody? Somebody else brought up a guy, and I was like, yes, that guy. Who are we just talking about for the Lions picking up somebody? It wasn't Mike Evans? No, it was uh, uh, Delvin Cook. Oh, Delvin, Delvin yeah, Cook to come back. in and add to the running back room. I like that. I think he fits our offense well. Yeah. He's not crap for blocking. He sucks at blocking, but... Yeah, I mean, I like Monty Moore. Just gotta I like healthy. Monty Moore, too, but Monty might be out after the break, even. There's no timeline on him right don't now. Say that. I don't want to. Please. But um, I would add that and uh, a big stud. Maybe let's go out and get a Jalen Carter. You know, trade for him. <laughs> Could have drafted him instead of Gibbs. I would take him over Gibbs. Actually, no, you stick at six. Sorry, they traded. I back. think we need to focus more on defense. I mean, well, Jalen Carter, yeah, he's mm-hmm. a big, big defensive lineman from uh, Philly. Of course. Remember, they if drafted. If it's a Georgia defensive lineman, you can just assume that Philly dude is blowing through double teams like they're not even there. Just like posting That's dudes. What Hutch out. is supposed to do? Hutch is an edge rusher. It's a little different. But... I don't care, dude. Uh, Hutch didn't. You're right. We didn't have a sack. So how can I say Hutch played well? He didn't. I mean, right. we're looking to rebound against the Raiders. Coming to town to the Snake Pit Ford Field Monday night. Yeah, I think we'll all be watching that one. Lions open at 8.5. Let's go. They better show it. Yep. They better show up. All right. On to the worry meter. You know I had to do it. There's a second week in a row guy you here. You know I had to do it. Bijan. And he's not even. was that? The commission isn't even here. No, can't defend himself. The commission has a headache. But uh, the commission. <laughs> com- I actually feel sick. I feel bad. The commish was saying last week he was dug in that Bijan didn't belong on the worry meter, and Bijan went ahead and did everything to say yes, I did. Yeah. How do you know? He fully dressed. <laughs> that was weird. Got that a was headache weird. though. And I got Algier. So I was like watching. I had to play him last week. So I was watching, and I'm like, man, Algier's not really scoring that much. But I looked, and I'm like, Bichon doesn't have a carry? What is going on? Yeah. I was like, what is – that was just nuts. So um, 1 through 10, 10 is most worried. Like, want, want, abandoned ship. 1 is – I'm not worried about him at all. Bichon? Yeah. I had Bichon in one of my other leagues, and – I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a solid five somewhere right in the middle, you know, five or six. But I'm losing faith in him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely am. I'm gonna go seven, 
because I think there's a decent chance that there that there's some there's another underlying story there. I think there's something else going on there, and I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something else going on there. Doesn't seem right. Arthur Smith hates early drafted offensive weapons. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. They're using the other tight end just as much as Pitts. What's his name? The guy from uh, New England. But didn't they have Pitts with the season by himself? Yeah. He and he did not do good. It's Wasn't that last good. season? It's every season that he's been there. He just yeah. kind of go bad. Just bust. And when's the last time you saw a guy that was sick? Stay on the field and go in and take snaps still. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got to rush at the end of the game. It's like, just... if he's sick, just hold him out. I, it, it, something doesn't make sense. Yeah. Something doesn't make sense, and I don't like his profile picture. That smile creeps me out. <laughs> Jackson's little boy is what he looks like. It's like a killer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. All right, next on the list. Got to do it. This has been a contentious one, too. Austin and Bill backing this guy up. Brock Purdy. I've been, I've been pretty hard on Brock Purdy, and I still stay on it. Two horrible games in a row. The Vikings' defense, I'm sorry, is not that. Let me tell you who Brock Purdy is. He is the guy who can make the throws most of the time. He's the guy who can manage the game for you. But if you need Brock Purdy to drop back at the in the fourth quarter on starting on your own 20-yard line and get you in the end zone, he's getting picked. He just he can't make the big throws. He's, I don't know who he's, you just described to me. You tell me if Kirk you Cousins. Uh, worse, Dak Prescott. Dak. He's cheap, Dak, Dak Prescott. No, no. You don't agree? No. You, you think he's worse than Dak Prescott? I think he's worse than Dak Prescott. Wow. Okay. I'd keep him on the same pedestal, same tier. I understand the eyeball test. They're very similar. But Brock Purdy is going to be exposed more and more over the next six weeks. I believe okay. that. I think you're see. I think you've seen the best Brock Purdy that you're gonna see. What's what's San Diego's lineup? What, what are they looking like? San Diego, San, San Francisco? Francisco, San Francisco. Yeah. What are they Let looking like? Oh, there. There's. Uh, I mean, he goes out for a couple weeks, but he's still got great weapons. Dude, uh, San Francisco's had, dropped two in a row, haven't they? Yeah. They yep. have Cincinnati this week. This is what you're asking. Schedule. Yeah. Yep. Then a bye. Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Philly, Seattle, Arizona. Baltimore, that takes us through the end of the fantasy. That's not a great lineup either. They're, they're, that's, that's dude, hard. That's I decent. fully expect that's right now the Lions to finish ahead of San Francisco in the NFC. Fully expect that. Wow. Okay. The, the Lions a have a way easier schedule. They've already you played do. the hard teams. You may be right. Brock Purdy sucks. <laughs> and our last one, I don't think we don't need to go one through ten. We've said what we said. Um... This one pains me a little bit, but it goes right along with Arby's this year. Austin Eckler, back from injury. Maybe you wish he stayed down. Triple five ball. It's, it's not good. It's not good. No. Um, it looks washed. The other thing is, is the other guy, to me, when I watch him play, I mean, Eckler's got that explosiveness when he gets the ball. He's that shifty, quick back. But if there's no hole there, Eckler's not a good guy to get. <laughs> He's good on. He could still he's be effective. He's not going to make his own hole. He's he's not a power runner. Right. I mean, he's shifty. He's like Barry Sanders. You got a hold of Barry, you could get Barry down. Getting hold of him is hard. And that's the same thing with Eckler. It's hard to get a hold of Eckler. So get him in some space. He's great. If he's got to run through, you know, 
small small holes in the line. Like he's not a David Montgomery and Eckler are the opposite player. You know, David Montgomery's got, in my opinion, might be a little better player than Eckler. But, At this point, yeah, Eckler just between not being able to stay on the field and just I don't know, he looks like a mini Vin Diesel. I can't do it. He did say that Montgomery's this season he's better for sure, but if you go back last season, who was better? Eckler, oh, for sure. Um, my thing with it is, yes, I'm worried, and you never know when the wheels are going to fall off. He looked really bad in his first couple games last year, like really bad, and then turned it on. You know, and finished as RB two. So there's that. But I am worried. I'd say I'm like at a five or six because he's just not healthy either. And uh, what's the other guy's name there? I want to say Josh Palmer, but that's the receiver. Anyways, that guy is a good backup oh, running back. Oh, is it Kelly? Yeah, Josh Kelly. Josh good, Kelly. Good pull. Um, that guy as a backup is like 10 out of 10. Go to He's good. But as a starter, that guy's horrible. So I just think they want to get both involved and it doesn't look I good think that him. guy was horrible last year. I haven't seen him be horrible this year. Josh Kelly? He's got when, limited. When he started for Eckler, he was averaging like six points. Well, I'm starting to question the offensive line there. And either way, you can still be worried about Eckler because it's Eckler's output's affected by it. So. I haven't paid too much attention to Eckler, but I'd probably give it a four or five on the worry scale. Where's Eckler at for running backs real quick? Let's just look you at just that. just keep scrolling. Serious. Are you looking at, like, rest of season rankings? Yeah. I don't no, think he's No, I'm going to go uh, year, to, year date? to date. Oh, he's been injured. It's ugly. I think he's had, like, 40 then points. I ain't going to bother, yeah. He's had 40 points. He's, he's missed all games, but, like, I think three. Uh, I'm going to bump it up to a five or six, too. I'm going to look. I can look at that real quick. He has... I like him this week. How can he not? I know he had 24 week one. For a first-round pick? It's... Dude. What's, what's the, it's the first-round running backs. All right, couple quick ranking disputes here. Just give me one, two, and three in order. Um, first, we have Keenan Allen, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Cooper Cup. Hmm. You want me to go first? Sure. I'll go uh, Amon Ra, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup. Wow, hurtful. I'm going to go Amon Ra, Cup, Allen. Yep, and I'll follow suit. I'll follow suit, although it is close. I think all three are like back to back to back. I like these. Did you put these together? Yeah. Nice job. And Bear helped. Okay. We were talking about that. Uh, the next one we have Bijan, Brees Hall, and K9, Kenneth Walker. I'll go uh, Brees, K9, Bijan. I'm going to go K9, Brees, Bijan. I'm going to go Brees. K9 Bijan. And the only reason I say Brees is because his schedule was uh, pretty pretty easy. Dude, Bijan is still sharing. Even if he's playing, he's still only getting half the touches. Cordero just came back. And Cordero looked like a man possessed running through those lanes, man. Last one we have. Goff, Purdy, and T-Law. Uh, let's go Thanks. Goff, T-Law, and then in a way, are you all, is anyone back there? Brock Purdy is way in the back. Okay. 
Moss gonna go golf, T Law, and Purdy at the back of the train. I'm going T Law, golf, Purdy, and I actually think it's pretty cut and dry. One, two, three. I probably would throw Kurt Cousins. You're real cocky about that, aren't you? I actually, I, 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 I still actually believe got this. I still believe in T Law. I still do. I don't think Calvin Ridley is going to. I'm sorry. I think because of Calvin Ridley and who's just obviously not playing hard, he, the dude's a must be a head case because. Talent-wise, it's off the charts. Yeah. But he just doesn't – I mean – Give him another mental health break, man. Hey, he was on my team when he had the last one. <laughs> then he got busted for gambling. All right, and a quick trade review. Uh, we had uh, Derrick Henry for DJ Moore and Roshan, but you just got Ty J. Spears on waivers. I did. So you're feeling good about I that. I did. Dude, my team is – I might have turned my whole entire team over in the last couple weeks here. That's crazy. I, I should look at my draft. In the last few minutes – well, the last few minutes, it did a big thing, but... Um, you don't have anybody on your team from your first... You not have... You have Pickens. You have Algier. And Laporte. I got Detroit defense. No, Laporte is gone. <laughs> oh, Laporte is gone, too. You have three original drafts. Laporte is gone. Damn. That's wild. Okay. Now I'm around the move. Well, that's what happens when you hire SNO consultants. And you are happy. Fair enough. Right, can I... Can I... I'm looking to trade Mahomes. Can you? Yeah, I've got a suitor lined up. Uh, he's got Herbert. Oh, okay. Putting that out there. All right. <laughs> um, Herbert's buy is gone too. Ooh. Well, give me. It's not so tied to him too. Um. This this trade to me was. I think you overpaid, but you got Tajay, which is huge. So I'll give you the slight edge, although I love DJ more. Love DJ Moore rest of the season. With the, with the new quarterback? He's going to be there for one more week. Then Fields will be back. Okay. So, but aren't the Titans done with buys now? Like, that's not Yes, the Titans were on buys last week. Yeah. If Henry gets traded, you're super happy. I don't know. I think it can work there. Okay. You just have Ty J alone and then Derek Henry, wherever he is. Too. Oh, I see what you're saying yeah. there. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Spread them out. I'd have two starters. Yeah. Bear, any thoughts on that one? No, I think, like you said, you overpaid for Henry, but, you know, see what happens. That's not a deal that I did through my consultant, either. I did that one on my own. Hmm. And you lost. Well, did I lose? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you overpaid too much for I him, don't. but I still think maybe a slight edge yeah. goes to Steve. Goes All right. To Tropics. Quick look ahead. We've got the five and two Benzers playing the six and one Striders. Uh, should be a really, really close game. I'm really missing Montgomery because Uncle Mike has uh, Jameer Gibbs, uh, which stinks. And then we have the Angels sitting at five and two against the Young Guns at two and five, hoping to sneak one out, Bear. Uh, always. That's just how the season help is you, for me. Help your old man out. Yeah, they man. got you projected almost to a hundred. Have you set your lineup yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the Mambo taking on Rocky, who's off to a rocky start, but I like his team. Nice pickup with Jake Ferguson uh, at tight end this week. Who's Kansas City got this week? Because my lineup is completely changed. Yeah, so Tell me they're not on by. No, they're not. Thank God. But that trade also will not go through. Why? Wait, will it? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Sorry. I saw Laporta at 8.15, and I thought he was Thursday night for a second. What about who's Thursday night this week? Uh, 
Buffalo, Tampa Bay. So you'll have Mike Evans. There. Tampa Bay is in the trade. It will not go through this week. Oh, well. I'll get him next week. Yep. And I got an easy matchup this week, so I don't really care. Yeah. When is the bye week for the Chiefs? We'll do that later. Okay. Uh, the Patriarchs. That is my Slight favorites against the bad guys. That's another big matchup. Five and two, two and five. I feel like we're either going to see the standings all like coagulate and come together this week, or we're going to see the teams that have a big record, like a really nice record, and the teams that don't separate even further. Yeah, the big dogs could throw a cog in the Patriarchs' wheel this week. I think this is going to be a close matchup. This matchup, Scott's team at the Hillbillies, 50-50. There's a .02 projection difference. That's half a passing yard. Half of a passing yard. Damn. So, a toss-up there. Let's go Colton. Come on now. And the final matchup of the week, two teams that need a win. Two good teams. Two good teams. Flint Tropics and the Big Dogs. We, is this the matchup of the week, you said? I think it, yeah, I think it could be. I, I, I like it. It's a good game, too. Yep, the Flint Tropics and the Big Dogs. Dang, I wish it would go through this week. Yeah. KC's got Denver. Excellent. Dang it. So, but you got a slight favorite for the Big Dogs. All right, any last words? Bear, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It was fun being here. You're the man. Keep rowing. Keep rowing. Mambo, is this the biggest trade that was just consummated um, in I just, history? I just realized something, that I played the Big Dogs Week 10 and all the Chiefs are on by Week 10. Ooh. Hey, consultant, thank you. Ooh. Consultant, I'm looking at you right now. It's still a good trade. I, I, I'm going to lose that game. You can trade the would, Chiefs. Would you, rather, would you rather lose one game and win the rest? We need to end this pod. <laughs> you you okayed it. You can't, you okayed That's a horse shit trade. No, you okayed it. You said it was okay. What's Addison's buy? Let me look. It's still a good trade. He's not even a, Addison's not even a starter for him. Yes, he is. He's a starter on most teams. He's he's plays week ten. Thirteen. You're fine. You're fine. Straight. Everybody I trade, everybody I traded him's already had their buy. Not Tyree Kill or Laporta or Etn. You're funny. All right, that's gonna do it. Is that the biggest trade in NFL history? Steven, uh, I think this one's bigger. You do? No. Uh, in terms of the quality of players or quantity, both. No, you we've had traded five. We- you traded top four tight ends. You traded top one wide receivers, top two QBs, all of them. All right, goodbye, everybody.